0: Welcome to the World of Aora, a news and lore podcast about the Pillars of Eternity Games, as well as Obsidian Entertainment's upcoming release, Avowed. Hello fellow kith, and welcome to the show. It feels so good to be back. Uh, for those who are not aware, um, I, the host of the show, Eric, aka Gingerino, I've been Out in the rocky mountains for four months doing an internship on instructing for outdoor leadership and so as a result I haven't been able to put out episodes for a while. I think the last one was in June Uh, But i'm back now back in internet service and uh, recording equipment and being able to actually play video games again, which is delightful Uh, So i'm really glad to be back I'm putting this little episode out just to give you guys a quick heads up in terms of what's going to happen next and uh, where we're going to go from there. I just wanted everyone to know that the show is going to continue. Like I'm going to keep pumping out more episodes. Um, Back in April and May, when I was starting this outdoor leadership program, I had recorded quite a few episodes and was editing them like crazy. So I have... Three episodes ready that I'm going to release right away. They should all be out the same time that you get this episode for you guys to listen to. I'm not sure if it's my best work because it was rushed, but regardless, I'm going to put them out there so you guys have that, and I'm going to start getting back to the regular rotation of releasing episodes every two weeks. Um, The next few episodes that are coming out, uh, the ones that are releasing at the same time, are going to be about the Deerwood which is the setting and location for Pillars of Eternity 1, the game. And there's some speculation, actually, that it could also be the setting for Avowed. Uh, It's very speculative, highly, you know, just uh, full of conjecture. So whether or not that's the case, we don't know. Anyway, so that's a heads up for that. After these three episodes are done, I'm hoping to do something about animancy because We kind of have to understand what animancy is to understand some of the history of the Deerwood. So the the next three episodes, they only cover about half of the history of the Deerwood. And so we got to do a little refresher on what some of these terms mean for those who aren't familiar with animancy. So that's all the heads up I want to give. Um, Thank you everyone for uh, reaching out to me or uh, connecting with me on Twitter or email. I got several emails from people while I was out and about wishing me good luck and just talking about the show and talking about pillars of eternity and tabletop role-playing games. And it was really good to talk to some of you. So thank you so much for connecting with me and supporting me and supporting this show and enjoying it. I'm glad that some people are getting value from this, so I'm going to keep on doing it. So two weeks from now, I expect a new episode to come out and uh, I'll give you more updates then. But, um, Again, I don't want to just give you guys a five-minute episode uh, of update and nothing else, so I am going to actually give a little lore tidbit on something called a Biowack. Now, for those of you who have played Pillars of Eternity, uh, you'll know what a Biowack is because it pretty much is one of the first things that you run into in the game. Uh, but for those of you who are not into Pillars of Eternity and you're just excited about a Avowed... I'm hoping that a BIOAC is something that we will have to be aware of, depending on where in the world that the game is taking place. But what is a BIOAC, for those who are not familiar? A BIOAC, which is a funny-sounding word, it's spelled B-I-A-W-A-C, and the I and the W have like these little hats on top of them. It's a glonfathen word, which is a culture that exists within the Deerwood. Uh, You'll learn about that in the three episodes that are out with this one. It means spirit winds. Um, What they are, actually, is they're like a storm, like this swirling spiritual storm that rip the soul from a person's body. And so, yeah, you heard that right. It is, it's like a little mini tornado that just swirls around in random areas. And if you get caught in the winds of it, your soul gets ripped out of your body. Unless you have a strong soul. If you have a strong soul, then your body and your soul can hold on to each other in a sense. So I'm actually going to just look up biowak on the Pillars of Eternity Gamepedia page and read you the description there and elaborate on it as we go. So according to the fandom Wikipedia page, biowak or spirit winds, are storms that can rip the soul of a person's body, often creating blights. And we'll talk about what blights are in a second. Uh, Biowacks rise up in cursed ruins, uh, and the ruins specifically are these ancient ruins of an older civilization known as the Inguithins. So these bioax will rise up in these cursed ruins of the Nguithin culture from years ago, and they will shear souls away from the bodies of their owners. They appear suddenly and without warning, leaving victims little hope of escape. Strong-souled people are not harmed by bioax, but affected individuals are instantly reduced to a catatonic state, and eventually their bodies shut down. So that's in short how a BIOAC works. It's this... Little storm that arises up around the ancient ruins of the Ingwithan people, and in other places in the lore, we've learned that the older the ruins are, the more likely there is to be a biowak there. The biowak storm uh, will swirl around and it will come into contact with a person's body. Except the thing is, is that the main part of this storm doesn't actually interact with the physical matter of the body. What it interacts with is the essence of the soul. Now, if you've listened to previous episodes that I've talked about the soul on, we learned that the soul has building blocks that it's made of. Like, you know how your body and mine is made up of carbon and molecules? Well, a soul is made out of capital E, essence. That is the material, if you will, that a soul is made of. And so it seems that these bio um, while they don't interact with physical matter, they do interact with this ethereal matter. And so the soul is ripped from the body. Your body now has no soul in it, and so it just goes into a catatonic state. You just stand there, completely empty on the inside, and eventually your body will shut down. Bodies in aorta require souls to truly live. Going back to the article, souls that are ripped free from their bodies and caught in the center of the storm may become stuck together and bonded with any other elemental substances in the maelstrom, often creating blights. So, a lot of these souls may or may not mix with other souls within the storm itself um, and other elemental or ethereal substances. And it creates these things called blights. Blights are essentially kind of like elementals that we see in something like Dungeons and Dragons. They're lost souls or soul fragments that have bonded with certain elemental substances and they now take the shape of those elemental substances and they are just sort of wandering around doing what they do. They're incoherent, they're confused, they're full of anger or rage. So blights are one of the creatures that we'll learn about in the bestiary, and this is one way that blights are created. It is something that I love about this world, is that like even things like blights have a lore reason for how they are created and how they exist. Uh, these biowacks create blights, is one of the ways to create them anyways. Uh, returning back to the article about biowacks, however, survival of a biowack, while rare, is possible. If a person has a soul sufficiently strong, quote-unquote, to hang on to its associated body despite the storm's attempt to tear it loose. So in Aora, when we discuss souls and uh, essence of souls, we learn that there are different kind of strengths that a soul can have. As a soul undergoes reincarnation, there is a natural fragmentation of that soul. It starts to wear down. Um, theoretically speaking, given enough cycles of reincarnation, a soul could be worn down to nothing. And so if your soul has either not undergone a lot of cycles of reincarnation or it just hasn't been worn down a lot from each cycle, you'll have a stronger soul, which means that when a Biowack comes through, it might be able to hold and you might actually be able to survive. The discovery of numerous Biowacks in Er Ere which is a region in the Eastern Reach, which is the continent that we see in Pillars of Eternity 1, uh, the discovery of Numus wax in Erglonfoth during its early exploration resulted in thousands of Adir deaths. Uh, the Adir was a nation across the ocean who sailed, well across the ocean, to this new continent, this new land. And they began exploring it in an unregulated fashion as they were beginning to colonize the area. And of course, in their exploration, they discovered these Biowaks, but not knowing what they were, they were defenseless against them, they didn't know when or where they would occur, and thousands of these A-deer colonists would eventually die because of their interactions with Biowaks. The deadliness and unpredictability of these events make Biowaks the most feared phenomenon in Erklanfoth. And so there you have it. That's the short, short little look at what a Biowak is. And I find it interesting because one of two things. One, it's interesting to think about how do these BWACs come to be? Uh, There's a lot of spoilers that I'm not going to talk about in the Pillars of Eternity 1 and 2 games uh, on this episode that could contribute to it, but it's still kind of a mystery of like, where do these BWACs come from? What causes them to be? What machinations bring them forward? And what happens to the things afterward? Is it like this... um, constant wave of souls that just occasionally bubble up above the surface of Ayora? but if so why is it only in this one area and what causes them to only interact with essence and nothing else there's a lot of speculation we could offer but it's still quite a mystery uh, and very dangerous regardless now again if you've played pillars of eternity one you have interacted with a biowack pretty much right away if you play pillars of eternity one and you haven't interacted with a the biowack then you did not get very far in the game you should try again but i mean you do what, do what you want. I'm not going to pressure you to play in the game. But for those who are excited about Avowed, my hope is that if we are playing in the Deerwood area, that our characters would get to interact with a BOWAC, or it's something that we have to contend with. Um, as well, if we're not playing in the Deerwood area, like if we're playing in the Living Lands, as the rumors are going around saying we are, then what if we ran into BOWACs there? What might that imply about the living lands? What kind of mysteries do we have that we can unfurl if that's where we're playing in? I I don't know. But either way, I would find it very exciting if it was something that we were able to interact with in the game or even harness. Imagine if we learned how to harness. If my character gets a BIOAC gun in Avowed, that would be the coolest thing ever. Um, It would also be a little game-breaking and probably kind of dumb in a way, but in the kind of way that I would love it to happen. So that's the short little mini lore tidbit that we got for today. I hope it got you thinking about BOX and whether or not you want to see them in Avowed um, as well as how they may or may not work in the Aeoran world. The other three episodes should be out, as I've said, and they are about the early history of the Deerwood, which as I mentioned, is the setting for Pillars of Eternity 1. So for those of you who are trying to get into that game because you're excited about Avowed, that is the history of of that world uh, for those of you who are not yet familiar with the world of Aora, haven't played pillars of eternity um, listen to the history of this area that you play this first game in um, and i'm gonna dive into more of its culture and government and etc cetera, etc cetera in a later episode uh, but that's what we're gonna do for now thanks guys i'm so glad to be back really loving diving back into the lore and going crazy trying to figure out what, what i'm gonna do next because i haven't had a taste for this stuff in quite a long time Anyways, that's all for now. Um, This is Eric, aka Gingerino, and I will see you guys next time.